Today's sermon is entitled, Cut Ties with the Lies. Cut Ties with the Lies. And underneath there, it says, Is the devil your daddy? (laughs) Who's your daddy? Is the devil your daddy? So this year, we want to cut ties with the lies. There's all kinds of New Year's uh, resolutions about what we want to do. And here's a good one. Um, if you can adopt it, is to cut ties with the lies. And what I mean by that is not living your life based on believing the lies. Um, Lies, 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 or living the lie, living the lie that There are a lot of things in your life that are not based on truth. They are based on lies. And even though you aren't lying, per se, your life still runs amok because the honest life you're trying to live is based on lies. So try to follow me. Many of us live believing this lie, the lie of if you have more things, you're better than others. So you live an honest life pursuing more things, but that's built on a lie. It's not true. The lie of if you have more money, you're better off. That's a lie. It's not true. Or if you can just get this extra job, you'll be happier. Yeah. So you're trying to get this other job. You're a good person, but you're building your life on a lie. If you can just get someone to love you, then you'll be content and satisfied. That's a lie. You can be content and satisfied even when you aren't loved. If I looked like this person, I would be more attractive. If I cut my hair this way, if I put on this suit or wear this makeup this way, I'll be more attractive. That's a lie. So you live your life trying to be like somebody else when that's a lie. If everyone else would see that I'm right, life would be easier. That's a lie. (laughs) That's a lie. Living your life trying to be right all the time is building your life on a lie. Because I grew up in these circumstances, I can't be somebody special and make a difference. I was raped. I was molested. I was born in poverty. And you'd think you can't do anything. My parents told me I'm not going to amount to much. And you depress yourself and you lose your self-esteem and you build your life with low values. You're building it on 
a lie. If I work harder and longer, I'll make life better for so many people. And then I'll spend time with who I love. You tell yourself, after I make all the money, I'm going to spend more time with you. That's a lie. You better spend time with the people you love now. If I bury my head in the sand and ignore it, it will go away on its own. If I just, if I don't look at it, it's going to go away. That's a lie. Living your life, ignoring the stuff that is blatantly, that blatantly needs attention in your life. You're ignoring it. You're building your life on a lie. Watch this one. Shana, if I keep beating this dead horse, it's going to eventually come back to life. <laughs> you just beating the smitherings out of that, that horse. It ain't never coming back. But you're building your life on the hope that something dead is going to revive you're building your life on a lie. If I continue to hide behind stuff, a big house, a new car, all of this career, then no one will know who I really am. That's a lie. People know who you are. They know you're fronting and faking and perpetrating. They know it. They know it. People really know who you are, even though you drive up in your fancy car and live on the hill. And the last one, if they don't know about it, it won't affect them. Or we say, what they don't know won't hurt them. That's a lie. Building your life, not sharing things, not disclosing truth because you think what they don't know won't hurt them. You're hurting them by not telling them that's a lie. Well, the list goes on. And I've given you enough to kind of focus on. But let's not live 2023 based on untruths, Omari. Believing the lies of self, the lies you tell yourself, the lies you tell others, the lies that others tell you. Do more instead to concentrate your lives on what is true. Focus on what is true. Remember the list that was said, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, just, pure, lovely, and good report. Think on those things. Well, here's why. I got news for you, Riri. Here's why we want to do 2023 in a different way. Because the devil is a liar. <laughs> it's straight in your face, Tabitha. There it is. Right there, Joyce. Right there. All day, Lou. So the reason we want to cut ties with lies is because the devil is a liar. Watch this now. Here comes my teaching. If we practice this life of lying, then we practice a life in association and connection with the liar. The devil is a liar and he is called the father of lies. We'll see that in just a moment in John 8, 44. The devil concocts and manipulates lies to get us to believe them. And with lies, he deceives us into living fake and unreal lives that end up in ruins. So he orchestrates this lie to 
make us believe it so that the life we live is built upon falsities and deceit. A lie is an act of deception because the enemy is a deceiver. Lie and deception go together. And when you lie, watch this now, watch this, Joyce. When you lie, you are acting in accordance with the plans of the deceiver. The devil is the, the liar and lies are, are meant to deceive. So when you lie, then you are acting in accordance with the devil who lies and deceives. So you are in essence agreeing with your enemy. When you live the lie, you are saying, I agree with the one who's trying to hurt me. You are partnering with your ops, your opposition. So lying or living a life of a lie connects you to the devil. Let me just pause right here. Yes, we're talking about lying. Yes, we're talking about the reality of little white lies, little short lies, all that. Well, PC, you've been ready to come real close. Get ready to come real close. Get ready to come real close, PC. Yep, yep. So just pause. Take a minute. Yes, I'm talking about lying. Yes, I'm not talking about something real deep spiritually and all this kind of stuff. I'm talking about lying. And so this sermon is going to affect all of us, including the preacher. So please, please recognize that, yes, this is what I'm talking about. So lying or living a life of a lie then connects you to the devil. Every time you lie, you connect with the father of lies. Yeah. So we're going to see that lying is acting like you are the devil's child. Oh, oh, oh is the devil your daddy? Nah, there it is. That's the question. So when we talk about lying, we're talking about acting like a child of the one who is the liar. Now, on the flip side, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life in John 14, 6. So the truth is the contradistinction of a lie. The truth is the contradistinction of a lie. It is the contrast that distinguishes it from the lie. Truth is that contradistinction. So if you're an enemy, watch this now, watch this now. If you're an enemy to the truth, then you're an enemy to Christ. Oh, snap. Let me rewind this, please. Let me rewind this. All I'm saying is when you live a life of a lie, you partner with the devil. The devil is ops to the truth, which represents Christ. So when you partner and live the lie, you're living against the God you say you serve. Now, let me say this. <laughs> We're not talking about, now, let me say this, Omari, let me, my little brother. We're not talking about one lie. I'm not talking about, you know, you told one lie in a month or two weeks. We're talking about habitual liars. We're talking about people who build their lives on lies. We're talking about people who can't stop doing it. So listen, 
I'm not talking about, well, you told a lie, you're going to go to hell. No, I'm not saying that. Now, for example, listen, there are some people who just lie, and every time you uncover that lie, you find another lie. There's a politician now who's, who just, who is, um, was supposed to be uh, sworn into the House, uh, who they keep finding lies on. He lied on his resume, and every time they find another lie, find another lie. I'm talking about, so this might apply <laughs> to somebody like that. And so, now watch this now, now. Now, before you say, before you say, Tony, before you say, I'm not habitual, I'm not habitual, and say, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not an habitual liar, but I'm talking about people, watch this now, because here's, here's where I'm coming down to your toes. I'm talking about people who see that lying is in some way okay to do as a regular part of your life. You say, well, I'm not habitual, but you lie as if it's okay. In other words, when you do lie, you're not habitual, but when you do lie, you don't feel nothing from it. You don't, it doesn't bother you that you lie. You know what I'm saying? So even though it's only three times a year, you okay with it. This still applies to you. (laughs) Wait, don't, I need security. I said this last night in the bed. I said, I'm gonna need security tomorrow. Ben, you got me? Little Ben, where you at? Hands up, let me know you got me. So watch this. I'm talking about people where this is, becomes a regular part of your life, you you can tell the smallest of lies and and not feel anything at all. I mean, that's a problem. That puts you on this list. And you have embraced, it. what it means is you've embraced a lifestyle that operates against the truth of God. There's a portion of your life where you say lying is okay. In other words, there's a portion of my life where I let the devil do what he wants. <laughs> Lie. Read this text with me, will you? John 8, 44. Check this text out. Text says, you are of your father, the devil. Jesus talking here. You are of your father, the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Now, I give that to you because it can't be any clearer. Watch this now. Got to keep moving. Let's talk about the lie. Let me define the lie. The lie here says to make an untrue statement with the intent to deceive. So when you tell the lie, it's to tell an untrue statement with the intent to deceive. You're telling the lie because you don't want someone to know the truth. The devil will tell you stuff with the intention to deceive you. He may know the truth, but he's not telling you the truth because he don't want you to know the truth because he wants to deceive you. Dang. So it is to create a falsehood or a misleading impression on someone. So the father of lies intentionally tells you stuff or surrounds you with people who tell you untruths. I'm talking about building your life on truth instead of lies. You've got to be conscious of this devil who wants you to fail 
and he surrounds you with business opportunities, a lie. A person you meet, they're not who they say they are, a lie. Um, somebody who promises you big money if you invest in this may not be true, a lie. Somebody tells you, you can do this, you can sing. No, you can't, a lie. And you build your whole life trying to build a singing career and you can't. You don't have any factual basis. Be careful of people who tell you stuff and they don't have factual basis. Deception comes without artifacts. It comes without evidence. When you let people slip into your DMs and into your ears, into your consciousness without backing up what they say, you're a candidate to have your life built on something that isn't true. Got to move on. What then is the truth? The truth is that what something really is Remember I said the truth is the contradistinction to the lie. The lie is an untruth that seeks to deceive. The truth then is what something really is. It is the state of being the case. It is a statement that agrees with what actually occurred. The truth is the evidence or the facts. So truth then agrees with what actually happened. You know how people say they try to get witnesses to tell what actually happened. One person can say one thing. Another person can say another. That has nothing to do with what the truth is. The truth is something that cannot be altered. What happened, happened, which means it cannot deceive because it is actual fact. When we talk about God dealing with truth, Truth cannot deceive you because truth is what it is. But the devil, the father of lies, alters the facts to deceive you without evidence. He can't have evidence because it didn't happen. It's not real. Truth is what is real that actually happened, which cannot deceive because it is fact. So truth to me, watch this now, truth to me, Sharon, is the portal of actual reality that leads to the dimension of the divine. Oh, let me say that again. When I focus on truth, I focus on a reality that leads me to the dimension of the divine. Why? Because the divine is in the dimension of truth. God only operates in that which is real. He only operates in that which actually occurs. So when I build my life on the truth, I build my life in the dimension of the divine. A cat dog it. I'm supposed to read. Stop. PC. It is the reality that defines our destinies. Watch this. Destination, reach to the divine. So when we build our lives on realities, so when you ask for receipts and you ask for facts, we're asking for portals or doors to get us into the realm of the divine of God's will. Got to move on. Number three. Talk about deception, talk about truth. If you talk about lies, talk about truth, then you got to talk about deception. Deception is to get someone to believe something that isn't true. 
to gain personal advantage by altering the facts. Do you know that there are people who are masters at deceiving? They are in practice of trying. They are good at deceiving. They are master manipulators. (laughs) They are intentional in misleading. Now, let me be clear. Let me be clear. Living in truth, listen to me carefully, turn up the volume, turn it up, listen to me carefully. Living in truth doesn't mean you tell everything. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, watch this now, because remember now I'm talking about truth and then we're going to talk about honesty in just a minute. Living in truth doesn't mean you tell everything, it just means you live on the premise and the basis of real affirmations. So I'm not telling you all go and spread your guts. Oh, tell, oh I stole $5 from the liquor store. I bought, I bought a, 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 a cheated on my tech. I'm not, that's not, I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about building your life, establishing a foundation on the premise and basis of real affirmations of facts and truths. You lived based on things that are actual, that are real, that are facts, not fantasies, not hyperboles, not wishful thinking. And sometimes I wish people would stop building their lives on these lack of facts. I'm one day I'm going to be this. I'm going to be, no, you don't even have, you got to have a PhD to do that, dude. You got to have some kind of education. You have to have you have to be able to play the piano to be a musician and go on tour. You have to be able to, 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 to uh, be an intern and to study a doctorship. You have to take the MCATs. You have to be a medical doctor. You have to take the LSAT to be a lawyer. You are living your life on these fantasies. God, I feel him. That you have, just because you're poor, doesn't mean you create an imaginative, unreal destiny for yourself. Even in God, even if you're in poverty and God wants to do great things through you, his design will involve the path that leads to that. In other words, he'll give you the money to go to school. He'll give you the money to go to get your education. He'll give you the money to be healthy to do it. In other words, God does not skirt the process to make you a hyped up fantasy reality. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So a relationship built on a lie doesn't bode well. When you tell people all the time, oh, you can do this, you can just stop lying to your children. Stop lying to your mate. Stop lying to your friend. You're the best friend I ever have. I'll never did. Stop lying. You are building fantasies that aren't true. You tell people the truth about their relationship. Well, you're a bit bitter. You're a bit cantankerous. Tell your friends the truth. A friend of mine said, to me, he told me something that we had never talked about. I knew what it was one of his issues. He never told, we never talked about it. One day he comes to me, he says, you know, I remember when I was such and such, but I finally got it. And I thought to myself, yes, he got it. He realized what his issue was because we have learned to be truthful to one another. Now, here's a tip. Here's a tip. Try to share as much as you can gradually over time in phases of maturity and the ability of others to handle more truth. What am I saying? I'm saying share what you can as much as you can gradually over time in phases as you see the person maturing to be able to handle it. In other words, if the person can't handle the truth, don't you remember? Uh, You can't handle the truth. You can't handle 
handle the truth. Cookie, listen. So, in other words, if the person can't handle the truth, you don't go divulging more information because you destroy rather than build up. Are you listening? So make decisions and choices based on truth. That's all I'm saying. So that the outcome of your life have more truthful elements to them. So let's break down today's text, John 8, 44, and extrapolate some of the truths God wants us to know about the father of lies and the impacts of living or believing the lie. But first, let's set this in the context. I want to share the context of this passage says, Jesus was talking to a group of Jews. Listen to this carefully. He was talking to a group of Jews who said they were believers. Listen, little Ben. The people he's talking to, he's telling this story to people who said they were believers. And we look for liars to be people in red suits with horns and pitchforks. But these were people who were following him around everywhere and said they believed who he was and who he said he was. So Jesus is having this conversation and he said to them, you are of your father. He's talking to people who said they believe talking to people who go to church every Sunday, y'all. Jesus quickly reminded them that following me and coming to church every Sunday doesn't mean you can't act like the devil. Ooh, 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 ooh. Listen, it doesn't mean that you can't act like the devil just because you church grown up, church fed, farm fed, you can act like the devils. Real followers and believers, he says, continue in his word as disciples. And the very word disciple means to change to whom you're following. So my point is, if you lie like a sailor, and you keep lying like a sailor. I'm not saying everybody's perfect, but you should see progress. If you're really a follower, you're going to get uncomfortable with the sin. Oh, come on. I need security. So if you say that you're following God, but you're lying and your lying is increasing, then you better check some things out. I'm just saying. <laughs> you can read about, go back up and read in John 8, starting in verse 31. You can read about that. Now, check this out. Check this out. Let me give you this. Let me talk about honesty. Because when you talk about lie, you talk about truth, and you talk about deception, well, people get this understanding. They think, well, that means I need to tell everything, right? That means, well, be honest about everything. That ain't what I'm saying. The question is often asked, are truth and honesty the same things? I'm going to say it again. Are truth and honesty the same things? Well, Grizz, not exactly. Sometimes just because you're honest, it doesn't mean what you've shared is true. And just because something is true doesn't mean people who know the truth will be honest. Let me explain this. So sometimes people who uh, tell you something may believe in their heart that that is true. But that is, they were being honesty, it, honest. In their minds, they were not lying. But what they told you was not true. Are you tracking? So you may be honest saying, I was honest and I was telling you what I was honestly feeling or thinking or what I thought I saw. 
But what I feel or what I thought I saw turns out to not be true. Does that make you a liar? No, you told what you thought you saw. So honesty, watch this, honesty is expressing your truth or your feelings and opinions accurately. So in other words, honesty is when you tell it like you believe it to be. Honesty, right, I know my truth. What's his name uh, on on the uh, couple's retreat? Uh, the tall guy uh, it says, I know my truth. He said he got bit by a shark. And they were, they was coming at him, say, you didn't get, you got grazed by a shark. He was like, I know my truth. In other words, in his mind, in his, God, this is what I'm saying. Deception will elude you. It will create this false world where you believe stuff that's not even true. So honesty is not telling lies. That's all honesty is. Honesty is not telling lies, but honesty can sometimes not convey truth. Oh man, don't miss this. So honesty can be limited by the fact that it's your truth and it's what you believe, but it is not reality, meaning it is not true. Remember, remember I said, truth is what actually happened. But if you didn't see what actually happened, if you don't know what actually happened, but you communicate what you think happened, that is your honest interpretation, but it is not true. So you can be honest, but still convey something that isn't true. Truth and honesty are not the same thing. So I don't want anybody to get misconstrued and say, well, PC is saying I got to go around and start telling everybody the truth and tell everybody what I know and tell, I'm not talking, I'm talking about make the distinction between truth and honesty and learn how to start building your life on facts so that when you start interacting with people, then your conversations are more likely to be honest because your life is built on truthful. Oh man, is anybody getting this? Truth then is what has already been described above. I already said that the truth is the real things, the facts. It is undisputed, unalterable realities. So this is what I'm saying. We start building our lives upon those things that are true. Now, and I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, Riri, that you become more honest in the process. So I'm not on the, the line this morning pointing the fingers at saying you a liar. That ain't, and I ain't pointing the finger saying you lie 200 times you going to hell. I'm trying to get you to see. Build your life on things that are true. Build your life on things that can be substantiated. Build your life on things that can be proven, that are credible. If somebody says they love you, show me the receipts. In other words, don't believe the hype of this world. Don't believe everything you see on social media. Deep fake videos can be edited and adjusted to show all kinds of things. They showed a conversation between a couple of senators and they're showing these videos and they put in words that they're saying that actually look like what they're saying, but it's not what they're saying. But the words have been coordinated with the movement of 
their mouths. I'm telling you, there are people who are masters at deceiving. And I'm telling you, there are some people the devil will use to masterly, meticulously take time. They spend all year setting you up. And then you come up like, well, I didn't know. The Lord is telling you today that there are many falsities around you and it's time to cut ties with the lies. (laughs) You're going to appreciate this in a minute. (laughs) So hopefully you become honest. The real dynamic in both truth and honesty both have to cut ties with the lies. So a person being honest cannot knowingly tell lies. So in other words, an honest person to me, even though it's not true, you didn't knowingly tell it because to be a liar, you have to tell something to mislead. You have to be deceptive. So a person who is living on the truth of something can't live off a lie because the truth can't be a lie. And that's why God can never lie because he is the truth. Does it make sense? But let's look at the, the key verse today. Verse 44 I want to teach you this, these four things. I want to give you these four things. Liars are like their parents. Liars are like murderers. Liars can't help but lie. And liars don't need help lying. (laughs) Check this out. Number one, liars are like their fathers or like their parents. Check this out. Look at the text here. The text says in 44a, first part of it, you are of your father, the devil. Talking about liars. Liars are of their father, the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. In other words, you want to do, you want to lie. He says, when you live the lie, you live like the child of the devil. Wait, go back to the picture on the screen. Do you see the lady with the gold apple? You know who that represents, don't you? That's Eve eating that fruit. She got got to believe that lie. Come on, Eve. So watch this. Liars act like their father. Why? Because the devil is the father of lies. So when you tell a lie, you acting like the liar, the father of the lies, the manufacturer of the lies. So every time you tell or live out the life of lies, you're acting like the devil is your daddy. You keep acting like every time you lie and you keep habitually lying, you keep lying to cover a lie, you acting like the devil is your daddy. Who's your daddy? Don't don't say God is your daddy. That ain't true because God is about truth. I'm not saying that when you tell a lie, you become the child of the devil. I'm saying you're acting like the child of the devil. Just kidding what I'm saying. I'm not the child of the devil, but I sure is acting like his, his, his pedigree. I'm not saying you are, but that's what his children do. That's who they operate. That's how they operate. Get, get, get what I'm saying? I'm not saying you are the child, the devil's child, but I'm saying you sure acting like him. They tell untruth to deceive others to get an advantage over their lives. The father of lies lies because of his desire to control you. Woo! Deception is to get an advantage. Deception is to get an advantage over those whom you are seeking to manipulate. When you, listen to this, listen to this. When you want something more than you want the truth, that's lust. I'll say it again. When you want something more than you want the truth, that's lust. So in other words, listen, you talk about, I never forget, listen, never mind. Oh gosh, I don't want to tell the stories. But my point is when, when somebody comes to you and tells you the truth, they say, this person is married, dog. You can't be married. You can't marry them. They marry and you refuse to acknowledge the truth, 
You have said, I prefer to have this above having truth. And when you reject truth, you reject God. And that no longer becomes a desire, it becomes lust. And notice verse 44a, put it on the screen please. He says, and you want to do the desires of your father. In other words, you have the lust, you lust for and you want the things that your daddy, the devil wants. So you're acting like the devil is your daddy whenever you start desiring the things that your daddy wants. So the daddy wants to manipulate. He wants things more than he wants the truth. I'm talking about living your life not wanting stuff more than you want the truth. Now look at this verse. Verse 1 John 3.10 says this. By this, the children, this is going to separate it. This is going to, Lou, check this out, Lou. By this, the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious. <laughs> Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor the one who does not love his brother. It's pretty clear. Don't get no better than that. So that's the, the, the liar is like his father. Let me go to number two. Liars are like murderers. Oh, but that's deep. That PC, you calling me a murderer every time I lie? <laughs> Facts. Read it. 44B says he, meaning the father of lies, was a murderer from when? The beginning Liars are like murderers. Liars are like murderers. Why? Because at the core of lying is murder. To tell a lie is to kill the possibility of truth. To tell a lie is to kill someone's path to righteousness. It is the kill. It is to kill the best possible outcome in a situation. When the enemy deceives you, he's killing your track to what God has for you. Because sometimes a truth that hurts can lead to a better outcome than standing on the lie. Somebody say amen. When even sometimes it's easier, it's better to swallow the pill of the truth uh, than to believe the lie and end up way off in Timbuktu away from God's destiny of your life. Uh, so why does God say you killed from the beginning? Let me tell you, in Genesis 3, 1 through 4, we see that lies kill. How? Spiritually and physically. Well, you say, well, I told a lie, I'm still alive, PC. Yeah, but you died spiritually. Now, the lie of the enemy in the garden killed Adam and Eve spiritually and physically. He did that with a lie. Now, I'm telling you that Adam and Eve weren't supposed to die. When God created us, we were supposed to live in the, if you look in the Old Testament, people was living 900 years, they was living longer, but the more our life and our society gets away from God, our years get shorter and so look at these verses then, Genesis 3, 1 through 4 says now the serpent was more crafty oh look at the crafty crafty, than the beast of the field which the Lord God had made, and he said to the woman indeed 
Has God said you shall not eat from any tree of the garden? Look at him setting up the lie. He says, the woman said to the serpent from the fruit of the trees of the garden, we may eat. But from the fruit of the tree, which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat from it or touch it or you will what? Die. There it is. Verse four, though, says the serpent said to the woman, you surely will not die. That is a lie. <laughs> they died beginning that day. Look at verse 13. Then the Lord God said to the, to the woman, skip down to verse 13. He says, what is this you have done? And the woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. <laughs> they got deceived by a lie. And so Adam and Eve began to slowly die physically, but they certainly died spiritually. And so Adam and Eve murdered all of us because every person born into to humanity after their sin is born into sin which is spiritual death and we're born into the time clock of the flesh to one day die and the, the, the psalm says that now we have 80 years uh, at 70 years at best, sometimes maybe 80. And isn't that where people are living? 70, 80-ish, get into the 90s, 100, yo, you're really blessed. But Adam killed us, but Jesus revived us. So let's go to our third revelation. Liars can't help but lie. Listen to this. The text said in 44C, and does not, the father of lie does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. He can't, he can't tell the truth if he wanted to. So the, the liars can't help but lie because that's all they got is a lie. So the devil does not stand in the truth. That word stand, I want you to focus on there. He does not stand in the truth. Now the King James Version says he abides or he abode not in the truth. Or in other words, in the truth hath not he stood. So the devil doesn't stand in truth. So why am I talking about building your life on truth? Because you must stand on truth and with truth surrounding you. The text suggests that the devil not stood up. He was not stood up by truth. In other words, when you live on truth, truth will hold you up. It will help you stand in the midst of financial difficulties. Truth will come in and say, but you got this. When you feel like he don't love you no more. And the marriage is going to put, if you built it on truth, truth will help you stand. And you'll keep on trying anyway. When the job says you're about to be fired and you're not performing the task, truth will help you. God, I wish somebody would understand what I'm saying. But a liar can't stand in truth because there is no truth around them to hold them up. And when you build your life on lies, you're certainly going to fall because truth will not hold you up. The term stood or abode is in the imperfect 
tense. And it implies habitual or repeated or usual actions in the past. In other words, it says he has not followed the truth in the past, nor will he do so in the future. That's the imperfect. So he says you built your life on lies and according to how you've been living, that's how you're going to live 2023. PC came to put the brakes on your wheels, to tell you that's a path God doesn't want you to go. Here's an opportunity to change the trajectory of your life. It is a past action that is ongoing or continuous. God says, I'm stopping it right now. So remember, I'm not saying you're a child of the devil if you tell one lie, but if lying is part of your DNA and you don't feel more convicted each time you do it, then you may not be a child of his, the devil, but he sure does have a stronghold on you. Come on. I'm telling, I'm not saying you as child, but he sure is manipulating you, your marriage, your children, your finances, and everything you got going on. He can use you anytime he wants. He's manipulating and deceiving you. And God says you're like a life in the imperfect. You keep continuing what is wrong. And this goes to my final point, which I pull from the text, that liars don't need no help lying. (laughs) Liars don't need your help to lie. Come on, somebody. Look at 44D. It says, whenever he speaks, the father of lies, whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature. For he is a liar and the father of lies. My point is, here is the key point as well, that many people lie because there is a circumstance surrounding them that causes them or puts them in the position to lie. Some people have to tell a lie, feel like they have to tell a lie. Well, I was put in that situation. I was watching one of the stories that Joy watches and the guy, one of the ladies was there and she witnessed the man get shot shot. But the man who shot him had the gun of somebody else who was in trouble with the law. So the lady who saw it had to tell a lie to the detective because she didn't want to get her friend who shot with the gun that belonged to the other criminal in trouble. I'm telling you, the devil don't need circumstances to force him to lie. (laughs) The text says whenever the devil lies, he's Speaks it out of his own self. He creates his own situations within himself. When you find yourself lying for no reason at all, when you find yourself just blurting out a lie and ain't nothing happened, nobody solicited your prevarication. Once again, you are acting like the devil is your daddy because your daddy will come up with a lie. Have you ever seen anybody lie out of nowhere and you be like, where did that lie come from? It came straight from the daddy, the devil. A liar who lives on lies is living like the devil, the very enemy of their souls, the very enemy of God they say they serve. But here's one more caveat I want to give you before I let you go. Check this out. People lie to avoid the consequences of their actions. People lie and justify lying 
only to hurt and manipulate others, but to, uh, but to avoid consequences. In other words, people lie uh, and justify lying not only to hurt and manipulate others, but they want to avoid the consequences of their actions. And we have all seen the repercussions of trusting someone with our truth as they turn and they turn our hurt uh, and uh, they turn our truth into something that hurts us badly, right? You tell your guts, you spill your guts. And so somebody takes that and uses it against you. So what you do is next time you say, I ain't telling you the truth. What do you do? You lie to protect yourself. God, uh, even though you're doing that, that's a circumstance and you acting like the devil is your daddy. So it seems more palatable to you to lie to people than to tell the truth because telling the truth can sometimes be just as painful as telling a lie. Preach, PC. But wrong and right. Here it comes, Shana. I'm bringing down the brick. But wrong and right isn't based on our consequences. They are based on God's word, which is truth. And we give too much power to people because we think what they think or feel is going to make the difference in whether my action was wrong or right. There's only one judge who can say anything about what we've done and that is God because God will base it on truth and ultimately we have to trust him with the consequences of our lives and not people. So don't feel obligated to tell the truth because of people. Feel obligated to tell the truth because of God. You've got to grow up enough to say it's not what you feel about what I told you. It's what God feels about what I told you. Preach PC. And this is how we judge when to tell more truth or not. This is how we learn to discern when to speak up and when not to. Because God, who is the judge and knows what actually happened, will tell you when to tell it. (laughs) Some people say, I need to tell you just because I need to tell you and it's right. No, you don't. Let the Lord lead you when to tell because he knows what actually happened and he knows how they're going to respond and hurt you with it. So if you're building your life on the truth, then you're building your life on God. And so God is the manager of the truth you hold. (laughs) You're not in control of the truth you even know. You must disseminate truth as God gives you direction. I'm teaching myself. And when God does tell you, he usually tells you to tell it because good can come from it. He tells you to tell the truth when something can be positive out of it. There's a difference in telling the whole truth because someone demands it. In other words, not talking about, I'm not talking about situations that come from crime or imminent danger or something like that. I'm not talking about don't tell, hold it. No, when that comes up, you got to tell it. But I'm talking about you you tell the truth not because someone demands it, which usually is driven by the flesh. When people say, tell me the truth. I want to know the truth. Tell me it all. Tell me it all. It's usually the flesh. And that's usually not the best time to tell the truth because people have to, I've, I've, been, a, I've been a recipient of it. Just tell me. I ain't going to say, I ain't going to do nothing. I ain't going to do nothing. I told the truth and boy, I got hit over the head with a skillet. Not literally. But I'm telling you, my life belt 
was, was feeling the consequences of it. So this is telling the truth from the flesh versus telling the whole truth because God says now is the time to tell the truth. When you start living your life based on the truth and living on the foundation of the truth, God who is the truth will direct you when to tell the truth because the consequences of our wrongs and our rights are in the hands of God and not others. We are to fear him and not them. So I conclude with this. I see the hearts going up all on the screen. People must be blasting this message. Hebrews 6 and 18 says it is impossible for God to lie. So he will never try to deceive you into faith. He will never manipulate you into service because God cannot lie. It is not possible for our God to lie. What he speaks will always be truth. It will be the reality of what actually is. And so John 14, 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Look at this text. Numbers 23 and 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor son of man that he should repent. Has he said, will he not do it? Or has he spoken, will he not make it good? And he says in verse 10, wait a second. He says in 19, so listen to this. He says, we don't have to live thinking. God is telling us to do wrong or thinking. In order to get ahead, we have to tell a string of lies to get there. Tell the truth, y'all. Live on the truth and that's your ticket to sound and enriching powerful life. When you tell the truth, you're telling what cannot change. You're not giving, listen, when you lie, you give the devil strings to manipulate you. When you tell the truth, it's got no handles. It cannot be altered. It cannot be adjusted. There is no edit button on it. There is no change button. There is no delete button. The truth is the truth. And God says, if he says it, won't he do it? If he speaks it, won't it come to pass? He is not like man that he has to lie. Look at this. First Peter 3, 10 and verse 11 says this. For the one who desires life to love and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. You got to cut ties with the lies. Verse 11 says he must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. So I'm telling you, beloved, today, if we're ever going to make it to heaven to hear our real father of truth say to us, well done, thy good and faithful servant, then we will have to live a life as close to truth as possible and quit our ties with lies. Because lies over all these years has done nothing but get us in trouble. Some of us look old because of the lies that have brought wrinkles to our faces, lies that have depleted our bank accounts, lies that have destroyed our marriages, lies that have taken our children and put them in prison, lies that have addicted people to substance abuse, the lies that have put people on the street for prostitution, the lies have destroyed Christians, well-meaning believers in the body of Christ, 
are recipients of years of lies and manipulation. And I'm going to need your prayers because the devil don't want this message preached today. That somehow God says, I'm stopping the lies of your life. And I'm stopping the consequences of the lies in your life. That 2023, if you start building it on the truth one layer at a time, I ain't saying erect everything all at once, but baby steps. Start living the truth. Start requiring facts of your life. Write this down, Ephesians 4.29 and Colossians 3.9. Ephesians 4.29 and Colossians 3.9. Read those passages on your own, but I leave you with this final passage. Proverbs 10 and 9 says, He who walks in integrity walks securely, but he who perverts his way will be found out. So anybody who lives by the perversion of the lies and the manipulation and deceit of their father, the daddy devil, you will be found out anyway. But the Bible says if you rest assured your life in integrity, then that's when you begin to walk securely. So, beloved, today, all of you of Breath for Change Church lies hurt, and they cause disappointment, and they create distrust. But truth brings stability. It brings security to your life. It brings longevity to your life, and it brings trust with security. Jesus makes that possible. Which one will you choose this year? The lie or the truth. The lie kills you, but the truth gives you life. I'm choosing to do my best to cut ties with the lies. Anybody else out there? After all, isn't it the truth that will set you free? (laughs) The truth will set you free. Uh Uh-oh, wait a minute. Isn't that the last thing we talked about? The free man? (laughs) The free man. Uh Uh-oh, wait a minute. The free man is set free because of the truth. If you want to be free, cut ties with the lies. I'm PC, and that's all I've got.